Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, a weekly podcast for patients, their families, and healthcare providers to share their stories of success and challenges. We are passionate about sleep apnea and its impact on our overall health. Please join your hosts, David and Juanita, as they share their passion on all things sleep apnea. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, where we welcome all of those regardless of the path you are on. My name is Juanita. And I'm David. And this week, we'll be looking at sleep apnea through the emotional lens. And today, we're going to talk about sleep apnea and mental health, since it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Once again, we'd like to thank our listeners, and we hope everyone is loving the warmer weather as we move through spring. And we hope you're finding this information helpful and informative as you or your loved one navigate your own journeys with sleep apnea. And if you'd like to share your story with us, reach out to us at sleepapneapathfinders at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram at sleepapneapathfinders. It's important to know that sleep apnea and mental health conditions share many symptoms, which makes it difficult to discern the impact of one disease over the other. Both sleep apnea and depression result in disturbed sleep, fatigue, restlessness, and loss of concentration. And once again, of course, we don't want anyone to change your current treatment based on information in this episode. This episode will cover sleep apnea and mood from a couple of different perspectives. We'll talk about the prevalence of anxiety and depression among people with sleep apnea. We'll also discuss what are some of the factors which impact our mental health when we have unrefreshing or disrupted sleep. We'll talk about some of the important neurotransmitters in the brain, which are crucial for regulating our mood. We're going to share some information for those who are currently in therapy who also fit the criteria for sleep apnea. This information can be useful for mental health professionals who are open to learning about sleep apnea and mood disorders. Let's get started. As we mentioned in episode three, sleep apnea and the roller coaster of emotions it's difficult to tease out how much sleep impacts your mental health and how much a mental health condition affects your sleep. Much of the research has established that the link goes both ways. We know that lack of sleep is related to various diseases, and the CDC has listed depression as one of those links. Among adults with obstructive sleep apnea, up to 53% have some degree of anxiety, and for depression, it's up to 46% according to a 2014 study published in the Journal of Research in Medical Science. The issue of mental health and sleep apnea is an area that does not get enough attention. As a mental health professional, of course I'm a strong proponent of more access and availability of mental health care. I mentioned in an earlier episode that there were times when I had a hard time concentrating and things would be somewhat overwhelming. Like many people, there were times when my stress level rose, and at the time, it was hard to tell how much my career played a role and how much everyday life contributed to those periods. Our mental health is on a continuum, and of course, there are times when we feel great and other times when we are not feeling our best emotionally. In hindsight, I would have never attributed any of my issues with my mood with having sleep apnea. However, knowing what I know now, and after many years of treating my sleep apnea, I can say that it certainly helps. 
there are rare days when I forget to wear my CPAP. And the next day, I'm aware that I go right back to the days when small things would really upset me. I also experience a hard time with high-pressure situations the next day. Then, after two full days of wearing my CPAP, I'm able to handle stress more effectively and use my coping skills to address how I'm feeling that day. Let's look at some work that sheds light on our sleep and our emotions. A fascinating study was published in 2018 that found that sleeping less than the recommended 8 hours a night is associated with intrusive, repetitive thoughts like those seen in anxiety and depression. More specifically, the researchers discovered that regular sleep disruptions were associated with difficulty shifting one's attention away from negative attention. Sleep apnea is characterized by nighttime sleep disruptions, and we're rarely able to tease apart how it affects our mood from all the other things it impacts. In my mind, it's like a tightly spun rope made up of various strands that are different colors. However, you can't distinguish one strand from the next one. How else does sleep fragmentation mess with our emotions and set the stage for the onset of depression and anxiety? Researchers have found that our brain's ability to regulate our emotions is also compromised by a lack of sleep. And as science has evolved over the years, researchers have found more connections through studies on the brain. It turns out that sleep loss significantly impacts the processing of both neutral and emotionally charged images. The portion of the brain, the amygdala, which is responsible for emotional processing in the brain, was affected by sleep loss. The study participants had impairments in their ability to recognize what was an emotional event and what was a neutral event after being deprived of sleep for just one night. While there are many other factors involved in the development and onset of mental health issues, these two effects from these studies, which again were intrusive repetitive thoughts, as well as the finding that people were unable to distinguish a neutral event from an emotional event after a sleepless night, certainly demonstrate the benefits of refreshing sleep to support our mental health. This also should give pause to those with sleep apnea who are not able to adjust to treatment when considering how our mental health suffers. Another aspect to our mental health are the contributions of neurotransmitters. The journal Sleep Medicine and Mental Health indicated that neurotransmitters such as serotonin, neuroepinephrine, and dopamine are involved in sleep modulation as well as anxiety and depression. David, according to WebMD.com, people with untreated sleep apnea have lower levels of GABA and abnormally high levels of glutamate. GABA and glutamate are found in the part of the brain that combines and coordinates signals from other regions to help regulate emotions, thinking, and certain physical functions such as blood pressure. We talked about blood pressure in a previous episode. Okay, so back to GABA. GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter and acts as a mood inhibitor, which slows everything down and keeps people calm. 
Glutamate has the opposite effect. It's the brain, it's the brain's excitatory neurotransmitter. When abnormally high, the brain is stressed and doesn't work well. This could be a contributing factor that creates anxiety. And David, you talked about that during episode three. Yes, we discussed a study that looked at people with sleep apnea, and they found that there were higher levels of glutamate in their brains and lower levels of GABA. So while we have to admit that the relationships are much more complex than we're able to discuss today, the contribution to our mood is important to consider. There are some encouraging studies that have shown that CPAP use helps with depression. A study published in 2019 found that CPAP treatment reduces depressive symptoms in patients with coexisting sleep apnea and cardiovascular disease independently of improvements in sleepiness. It was especially effective for those who had depression prior to treatment. Another study reported by the Academy of Sleep Medicine found some promising results for those with depression who also have sleep apnea. The study consisted of 293 people admitted to a hospital for an in-lab sleep study. It found that 73% had clinically significant depressive symptoms at baseline before treatment. However, of the 243 people who were able to adjust to CPAP use, depressive symptoms remained in only about 4% of the patients after three months. All patients were using antidepressants prior to the study and throughout the follow-up period. During our third episode, which we called the roller coaster of emotions, we stated sleep apnea disrupts the feel-good hormones, which are dopamine and serotonin, leading to increased cortisol, which is the stress hormone, creating us to live in the fight or flight, which increases anxiety. When we live in the fight or flight state, it's really hard to tune in to, to how we really feel. Yes, I can recall for years feeling like I had a heightened state of awareness, and it felt like a lot of anxiety. The issue of anxiety and depression for those who have sleep apnea is so complex. So, mental health professionals should really consider that those who are diagnosed with mental health conditions, who also have unrefreshing sleep, can possibly have sleep apnea. The inclusion of screening tools to help identify if someone has sleep apnea can be useful in collaborating with a primary care physician. Here's a patient tip. Of course, we as patients benefit when our providers collaborate and communicate about our care. You may need to help all involved see your sleep apnea as a significant issue in your care. Much like some primary care doctors, psychiatrists and therapists may not be as aware of sleep apnea and the related issues. You can use the Epworth Sleepiness Scale and the stop bang to help those mental health professionals learn more about signs and symptoms of sleep apnea. Hopefully they're open to learning more and will consider how they can support you in your effort to deal with multiple health issues simultaneously. So we'd like to recap this episode. We talked about how it can be difficult to know how much mental health contributes to sleep issues, but there's certainly a relationship that goes both ways. We also discussed how anxiety and depression are prevalent among those with sleep apnea. We talked about an interesting study that showed how one night of regular sleep disruptions made it hard for the study participants to shift their thoughts away from intrusive, negative, and repetitive thoughts like those seen in anxiety and depression. Another study showed how one night of sleep loss, those study participants lost their ability to tell the difference between a neutral event and an emotional event. 
We also revisited the earlier research that showed that people with sleep apnea may have higher levels of glutamate, which is the excitatory neurotransmitter in the brain, and lower levels of GABA, which is the inhibitory neurotransmitter. This could play a role in placing the body in a fight-or-flight mode and also may contribute to depression and anxiety. Lastly, we discussed how those experiencing sleep apnea, anxiety, and depression should utilize the upward sleepiness scale and the stop bang to help their therapist see the signs and symptoms of sleep apnea. This may help them raise their awareness about your sleep disorder and also help you take note of the impact of getting more refreshing sleep on your mood. I hope by discussing these points, it helps bring awareness to how sleep apnea impacts our lives. If you'd like to tell us where you are on your sleep apnea path, please email us at sleepapneapathfinders.com or find us on Instagram at sleepapneapathfinders. We'd like to remind everyone listening that information shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not make any changes to prescribed treatment based on information contained in this podcast. Our next episode will discuss sleep apnea along the path of awareness, signs and symptoms, diagnosis, treatment and adjustment. Specifically, we're going to discuss home sleep study and the in-lab study from a patient to a sleep tech perspective. So until then, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This has been an episode of Sleep Apnea Pathfinders. Thanks for joining us and don't forget to subscribe. Join us again next week for a new episode.